May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. He said that this view is God's favourite view. You may not think it's Dovedale in the Peak District, but it's a lot more beautiful to God. And I've enjoyed the view, and I enjoyed the view from the pulpit. Just wonder if you can just, without adding any cringe factor to this sermon any more than these have done, just look around. Don't have to speak to anybody. Just have a quick look around. Good. That's it, pain-free. Isn't it marvellous? What a marvellous view. Jesus said, Who are my mother and my brothers? Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother, my sister, and my mother. This would have been a very difficult thing for Jesus' mother, sisters, and brothers to hear. They were, after all, in this incident in the Gospels, wanting the best for him. He'd been accused of being out of his mind. It got worse, having an unclean spirit, working for Beelzebub. After all, they were clearly doing what any loving, caring family would do and extract him from that situation. They came to collect him. They were to gather around him, to protect him from himself, to protect him from criticism, to keep his dignity intact, and perhaps to keep the honour of the family stable. Surely this is what any family would do. They're worried about him. He was gaining popularity. He was finding himself in trouble with the authorities. They came to fetch him, to bring him back to the bosom of his family, to help him, to stop it before the situation got worse. It's interesting to note in the Gospels that it says his family were outside. Did they perhaps not want to associate with that crowd where Jesus was sitting. He says, here was the crowd that were sitting with Jesus. Jesus was often accused of being with the wrong sort of people. He was accused of being a wine-bibber and a glutton. He was accused of associating with tax collectors and sinners and prostitutes. His family were now beginning to close rank. But Jesus wanted to widen the circle, not to close the ranks. Here is Jesus opening a window on a new way of seeing who and how and what family were. A new way of being family. Here was Jesus saying, a true family of God does not find its strength in its bloodline, in its economic interests, 
in its social status, in the honour of the family name, not a family closed in on itself, but Jesus inaugurates a new way of relating to each other. In God's kingdom, we are bound together by something much bigger than circumstances of birth and biology. Our relationship is because of what we share in and through Christ. I mean to be honest, where else would you get such a wonderful bunch of people meeting together for two hours on a Sunday morning? Surely it is only God that can draw us together. Would you really want to be seen regularly with this bunch of people? Look around again, uh, metaphorically speaking, I'll maintain your dignity. Look around again. Are you someone who feels bereft? Lonely? Excluded? Here is your family. We belong to each other because we belong to Christ. Families always have spats and fallouts and disagreements. And when great uncle so-and-so has to come and stay for Christmas, amongst the children the family, there may well be a groan or two or three. But when we look around here, in this place for all people, we are a family. Christ breaks down the barriers, the barriers that we can so easily build of race, gender and orientation. Let us not be found outside calling for Jesus to join our exclusive group. But let us accept the invitation that Christ offers us to join this special circle that Christ creates, an open circle, an accepting circle. Even worse, let us not keep people outside because of our attitudes of exclusion. Exclusion never leads to transformation. You cannot keep people out in the hope that they will change so that you can accept them in. It simply is not gospel. We'll soon be gathering together at the communion rail to receive the bread and wine. This is a gift which is given to us but does not belong to us alone. It is for the whole world. We will say these words soon. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. At the Lord's table, we are family. We share together with each other one bread. Many members 
yet one body. I sometimes give you a glimpse of personal anecdotes. I've been told that preachers ought not to do this, but it gives a glimpse, I think, of, of hopefully some normality and some understanding and say, yes, that, that's how I felt. In 2005, I was ordained deacon here in this cathedral church. Coming from a family whose church was just that place where you were hatched, matched, and dispatched. We would have been christened in the church. We would have expected to be married in the church. And in the final day, we would have expected the church to dispatch us. And all was well. And that was simply our contact with the church. And then, of course, I was brought closer and closer into the circle of Christ's family, much to the bemusement of my family, who thought this was a rather strange thing to do. On my ordination as deacon, we were ordained, and then we moved into the uh, chancel, received Holy Communion, and we sat in the uh, chancel area, the five ordinance. And we were able just to sit and contemplate what had just happened to us, and watch people come up for Holy Communion. Nobody in my immediate family, uh, mother and father, brothers and sisters, had, had been confirmed in the church. They'd been hatched by the church, christened. And some had been matched by the church. And some that I remembered had been dispatched by the church. Not literally. But none had actually probably received Holy Communion. And I saw my mother, and she wouldn't mind me telling this story, walk up the aisle, kneel at the communion rail, and receive communion. Ha-ha, I thought. I will ask her, what is this? So I did. And she said, well, I thought to myself, and I suppose I said to him these words, well, you've got my son... I think I'll come and have a piece of your son. She was being drawn into the family of Christ. Yes, it's still a beautiful view. Let us work and pray that the view becomes even more beautiful as the circle of Christ's family grows. Who are my mother and my brothers? Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother, my sister, and my mother. We are family. Amen.